Welcome to the New Testament Daily with Jerry Dearman, where Jerry reads a chapter from the New Testament and gives us key insights and life applications along the way. For more information about the Solid Life Journal and reading plans, visit solidlives.com. And now, let's get into today's reading. Okay, here we go. The third epistle of John, and this one is more quoted and more remembered, I believe, than the second epistle. And so here's what it says. The elder, and this is the way 2 John also starts, and some people speculate that it might not be John, but it certainly seems for a number of reasons that all three of these letters, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, are written by the Apostle John. So it says here, the elder to the beloved Gaius. So unlike 2nd John, this is clearly a person, and it even gives the person's name, to the beloved Gaius, whom I love in truth. Verse 2, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. That's a powerful little verse, by the way. And so think of this. Yes, John's writing this, but the Holy Spirit's writing through John. This is not the word of men, but the word of God. So let's listen to this from God. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. So, This tells us that God wants us to prosper and be in health, but watch this, just as our soul prospers. So it would not be beneficial to us if we're prospering, say, financially or materially and being in health and life's going good, but our soul's not prospering. In other words, we're not growing in the things of God. That would be detrimental to us. We would be subject to the love of money, materialism, selfishness, self-centeredness, self-indulgence, and and so on. Well, no, he says, beloved, I pray that you prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. In other words, we have to continue to mature in the things of God, putting God first, seeking first the kingdom of God, growing in our maturity, our love for one another, our love for God. And as we grow, the Lord says, yes, I want to continue to strengthen you, bless you, keep you in health and provide for you and such as your soul continues to prosper. It's healthy for us to have that balance, so to speak. Verse three, for I rejoiced greatly when brethren came and testified of the truth that is in you, just as you walk in the truth. He said, boy, I was rejoicing greatly. I was so happy to hear that you were still walking in truth when brethren came from you and gave us that good report. Verse four, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Well, it seems evident that this Gaius and who he's writing to, the the church in the home there, uh, he's writing to our spiritual children of the Apostle John. And he says, I've heard this report that you're walking in the truth, and I just want you to know I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. <laughs> no greater joy. It's the highest joy that I can have is to hear that my spiritual children are walking in the truth. Well, that'd be uh, true for our biological children too, wouldn't it? Verse 5, Beloved, You do faithfully whatever you do for the brethren and for strangers. You have borne witness of your love before the church. If you send them forward on their journey in a manner worthy of God, you will do well, because they went forth for his namesake, taking nothing from the Gentiles. Now, let me just point out in the previous little letter, 2 John, the 10th verse, 
he was warning that church that uh, seems apparent church members he was warning them of receiving people that would bring false doctrine and so evidently there were itinerant ministries ministers going around but here he's encouraging Gaius that there were certain ministers that came and they were bringing good doctrine and the truth they were sent by God and so he's saying you would do well to receive them and to help them on their way help them on their journey meaning financial support goes on in verse 8, we therefore ought to receive such that we may become fellow workers for the truth. In other words, when you receive them, you give them food and provisions, and then you help them on their journey with some financial support. He said, you're becoming fellow workers for the truth. You're investing into the ministry, getting to another church and and other people. Verse 9, I wrote to the church, but Diotrephes, Uh, who loves to have the preeminence among them, does not receive us. And so here he's saying, I wrote to the church. He said, but there's a certain man, Diotrephes or Diotrephes, who loves to have the preeminence among them. In other words, he sort of asserts himself as the primary teacher, the primary leader there, and he does not receive us. So here's the Apostle John, one of Jesus' own 12 And he's saying there's somebody here who asserts himself and won't receive the teaching and the oversight of the Apostle John. Verse 10, therefore, if I come, I will call to mind his deeds, which he does, prating against us with malicious words and not content with that he himself does not receive the brethren and forbids those who wish to who wish to putting them out of the church. So notice again, and not content with that, he himself does not receive the brethren and forbids those who wish to wish to receive the brethren, putting them out of the church. So anybody in that church that wants to receive the brethren that are with the apostle John, he puts them out of the church saying, no, you can't receive these people. So uh, this man is acting as if he's defending the truth, but he's in falsehood. He's deceived himself and deceiving other people. And John is pointing that out. Verse 11, beloved, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. He who does good is of God, but he who does evil has not seen God. Demetrius has a good testimony from all and from the truth itself. So now, uh, uh, Diotrephes, he's calling out for his error, but Demetrius he is commending for his good testimony and his uh, quality of ministry and maturity. So he goes on to say, and we also bear witness, and you know that our testimony is true. He's appealing to Gaius and the church there. You know that our testimony, John, and those that are with me is true. Verse 13, I had many things to write, but I do not wish to write them to you with pen and ink. I hope to see you shortly, and we shall speak face to face. Peace to you. Our friends greet you. Greet the friends by name. So seems like John is writing, and there are members of the church where he is in Ephesus, and he's saying, they greet you. We know you. You know us. And so I'm writing to a friend 
and this friend is having trouble with diatrophies there in that church. And so John is confronting that, calling him out, but commending Demetrius. And so anyway, it's kind of a personal letter. It does seem like a ministry letter. It does seem to have to do with the church and church members. And uh, once again, having trouble with doctrine and beliefs and certain people that are, you know, standing for false doctrines, and they need to be addressed. And so John, the elder here, uh, in his late age, he's still confronting, he's still dealing with the truth. And let me tell you, I just love that after all these decades of ministry, John has stuck with the truth that he learned from the Lord Jesus Christ. All right, so there it is, Third John. Thank you for joining us for the New Testament Daily with Jerry Dearman. And thank you to those of you who have partnered with Solid Lives to help get this daily podcast and other resources like it to thousands of people around the world. If you would like to partner with Solid Lives, visit solidlives.com give. To find out more about the ministry of Solid Lives, how you can be a part of this church planting and disciple making movement, or for more great teachings and resources by Jerry, visit solidlives.com. We also want to invite you to check out Jerry's other podcast called The Jerry Dearman Podcast. Here, Jerry shares with us at least weekly from God's Word, challenging us and equipping us to fulfill the amazing plan that God has for our lives. You can find links to this podcast as well as Jerry's YouTube channel online at solidlives.com. Thank you again so much for joining us, and we'll see you right here tomorrow as we jump into the New Testament Daily with Jerry Dearman.